Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast from Shreveport. We're so glad you're with us. Pray you're having a blessed day today. We're going to build on a prophetic word about the power of moving in obedience to what the Lord tells you to do when he says, get up and move, and the fruits of that action. All right, let's listen in. Well, good day, everybody. Welcome. It is Thursday. So glad you joined us. 26th day of January 2023. So glad I'm back home. I hope you enjoyed a little bit of better audio since uh, I got back in my studio. Get to work a little bit. Well, uh, we started this week uh, releasing the revelation of this 11th month on the Hebrew calendar. We started yesterday, the power of movement. This is part two of that prophetic word and breaking the spirit of poverty, any mindset with truth and with light that would move us into this next season of the divine recovery that we are called into. If we are not walking in the inheritance that God promised us in our bloodline, as well as us a body, then we need to recover all because we should be walking in that inheritance. Doesn't mean it's fully completed, but we should be walking in the measure of it in this day. When Israel got into the land of Israel, as we know it today, when the Jews did and the mixed multitude with them, well, they didn't have the land prospering fully yet, but they were in the land. Their movement moved the hand of God and then moved every entity around. When Joshua crossed, look what happened. Jericho falls. Then, you know, we, we had the one problem with AI because of, of poverty spirit by, by one person. But then he gets back in alignment and city after city are taken. He almost took the entire land. There's a few things he didn't, but we know why. Because the Lord wanted to teach the next generation to war. But nonetheless, he had to move. Every movement from one city to the next in warfare brought prosperity to them, and they walked in that inheritance, divine recovery. God had promised that land long before when Jacob was there. And uh, because of their sin and issues, they had to go through Egypt. But, you know, now it was back. So you, the movement brings you to a new place where God can get you back into alignment of what you're called to walk in and the power that God wants you to have in that entity. So let's pick up with our prophetic word where we left off yesterday, uh, breaking that spirit of poverty. Remember, that's a mindset. I gave you the definition that Rick Joyner has, which I like. The spirit of poverty is a stronghold established for the purpose of keeping us from walking in the fullness of victory gained for us at the cross are the blessings of our inheritance in Christ. And this is a month of transition, and God is telling us to come off that mountain, 
and of safety with just the manna and the water, enough to survive and get to a place where we have an abundance. We have an abundant life above all we could ask or even think. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's our promise for 2023. Okay, that's my introduction. Let's, let's pick up. When we are free from this yoke of this poverty spirit that we've been talking about, the freedom we'll, we have, it will be manifested both in the natural. We're going to see it in our own natural life and the things we put our hands to, but we'll also see it in the spirit. And that authority will always, always have dominion in the natural. Just as the Lord's authority when he manifests it, why? By what? Healing the sick, raising the dead, multiplying food. You understand? When you walk in the truth, when you get in this power of movement word that we're talking about today, nothing will be withheld from you. Everything can be touched, as we, we've been reading in 2 Kings 3.18, which is what? It's not a difficult thing for the Lord to defeat our enemy and restore us to everything that's been taken away from us. And our evidence that we have been freed from this yoke of poverty is many times just some type of independence. I'm not dependent on any other entity. God has made provision for me, and I don't have to if I'm, I don't have to live on a loan, you know, just to survive from day to day. I don't have to live with subsidy from some other realm that's not what I've earned. But I have this full independence in any area. I can go in finances. It can go in your spiritual walk. You don't have a spirit of, spirit of poverty in your walk. But it's it doesn't mean, you know, just because you're, you're independent that you can do and buy whatever you want. But it does mean that you're, you're free from that yoke. You know, a yoke, what it is is it's what they put on the oxen. You know that. But I don't have that yoke on me. I don't have the yoke of poverty or financial bind all the time or spiritual bind all the time. Uh, so we can make our decisions based on the will of God and not on whether we have provision or not. And I've been teaching you this for a long time. That's what abundance is, that you have the resources, both opportunity and the natural resources, to do what God's destiny and inheritance for your life is. And maybe the will of God for us to have, you know, a lot or some a little. It doesn't matter. Apostle Paul he said, I'm content whether I've had much or I've had little. As long as he's in the will of God, he was happy. He was at the right place. If it is the will of God is the key. And uh, sometimes we can mess with that statement. And well, it's the will of God that I don't have right now. He's breaking me. Well, maybe. <laughs> and don't go there. Remember, abundance is our provision. And God doesn't want you to do without unless he's taking you through a process but when you go through that process, then have an expectancy of abundance. And we don't want to, we don't want it to be one way or the other, really. It, either way, I don't want to have less or I don't have more if it's not the will of God. I want to be exactly where we are. That story, when that scripture came in Philippians, Paul quotes that scripture. He's in the house arrest. He's on chains to a, a somebody in Caesar's court. And He's okay. He's, he's lacking that moment naturally, but spiritually he's abounding because he said basically Caesar's house is hearing the gospel because these guys were chained to him 24-7. So they were having to hear him preach, heal the sick, all the miracles he were walking, and many of them were being transformed by the will of God, by the power of God. 
And that's why we always want to stay in that way. The key for that liberation from any evil stronghold is our lives is to know what God's will is. And that's why the prophetic is such an important part of our journey. In that statement of 2 Kings 3, when it says, you know, God says it's not a difficult thing for him, they had sought the prophet for what is the will of God. And when they followed the will of God, they began to have victory over their enemy. So it's important for us to be prepared to handle even prosperity, whatever God sends to us. And there's plenty of scriptures that indicate that the wealth of the nations will be brought to the church. We quote that all the time. But it's going to be a great opportunity for the advancement of the kingdom of God. If we're going to be blessed, which I think we are in this coming season, I think the world's going through crisis. You heard my dream of the, the coming storm, uh, the ark of God. I've shared that just about everywhere I've gone. And the Lord showed me that the wealth of the house of God will not fade away. The wealth of the world will. But we will lend and not borrow. And we will have an ark of safety for the harvest of the kingdom. That's what he showed me in the dream. That's where we are headed. And I want to be in that part of because I think this is a great time for advancement. But it'll come result, it, it comes as a result of the advancement of the kingdom. So when it moves, we move with it. We need to remember some of the greatest tests at the end of the age are going to be the economic system. That's the mark of the beast, if we're going to go into that. It's all tied to that. That's why it's such an important thing that determines whether we can buy, sell, or trade. We had a test run with, with COVID. <clears throat> How many people capitulated immediately because they were threatened? When I was in Germany uh, this last couple of weeks, I was told that there were certain places you couldn't go, like a stores, that you could not go if you hadn't received the jab. I mean, you, you weren't allowed to go into businesses because of that. So you couldn't buy or sell or trade. So that's why it was a test run. And I'm not here to say that everything they told us to do was bad. But we needed to question it. Lord, do you want me to obey this? Do you want me to adhere to this? And if so, I will. If not, I won't. Okay, that's what we, we have to make a decision. Is it the will of God? And if we're not freed from that yoke of the spirit of poverty and, and we don't receive what God has for us, it's going to corrupt us. Uh, it will corrupt us even in a greater way as we move forward. In the end, we're going to see the scripture tells us in the book of Revelation of the coming trials and difficulties that are going to come in the earth. But if we put our trust in that, the Lord, our rock, we cannot be shaken. We cannot be. Not that we won't be, but we can't be. I like that better than we won't. That's why many are going through trials now. Every trial we are going through financially, emotionally, spiritually is a test. <clears throat> and when we overcome the test, we get promoted. And when we pass these tests, we go on to bigger and better things. That's the, that's the process of God. And so it's imperative that we set a goal of prospering in what the Lord has for us in his will and to become independent from anything that would pull us back so that we can walk in his will for all of his purposes and to help all his people in the earth. It's not his will for us to be bound by the yokes of this world. Do you agree with me? Amen. It's a strategy that we're going to get there if we follow him and walk by faith and not by sight. Are you with me on that one? 
And that's where God, like I said, he, the just shall live by faith. That's us. So seek your independence. I'm going to pray for you here in a little bit, that we be independent. And as this power, this movement, as we move, God wants to bring us into that independence where <clears throat> we know without a doubt that God is going to bring us into everything that he promised for us. And we're going to get to go to the places he, he destined for us to go. Getting free of this stronghold is going to enable you and I to do his will. And seeing that purpose is part of the motivation that we're going to have faith in his word. And I want to close with this. Chuck, I read it the day in my prayer, uh, Tuesday prayer at our congregation. But <clears throat> Chuck had, has a word about uh, divine recovery. And he made some statements. This is a while back. But he made some statements that I want to speak over you right now. In this time of recovery, you have got to realize differently that God is going to open up new supply lines. When it looks like everything's going to be shut, God's going to open them. Gather what has been scattered and decree that his body, your body, is going to enter and experience a divine recovery. Make that decree because this is the, we have a prophetic word. We can decree it. So gather the, which has been scattered and the Lord will release a new supply line and give you a new measure. This is Chuck's word. Okay, I'm not, I'm not prophesying them out of myself, but this is what he said. Begin to surround that which has been stranded. Many are afraid to move on to higher ground in this hour. That's that warning. Movement, power of movement. The enemy has conceived them, has convinced them that if they stay at their present dimension, then they will be remain protected from harm. This is not an hour to call a truce with the enemy. Do not fear the rising water that is surrounding you, for the rising water is a sign that I am, the Lord that I am, is ready to lead you into a new pasture. Surround, surround those who have been surrounded and show them the way into their enlarged place. And that's, that's my ark dream. And so I just want to add that to what we're saying and what we're speaking about today, and I want to speak over you that you're going to come into this divine recovery, that you're going to have the abundance, and here's the key word, independence, that you're independent of any other thing that would provide for you, again, both naturally, spiritually, economically, may God be your provider fully. Jehovah Jireh, may you experience that in this hour. So as we close out this prophetic word, I want you to have this faith, that, this belief, I should say, that when you move, God's going to move with you. Father, I speak over everybody listening today that as we move in the Spirit and in your will and go where you tell us to go, that, Lord, you're going to break the spirit of poverty, but we're going to walk in the inheritance that you have for us. God, you're so faithful, and we're so thankful for that. And, Lord, in these trying times, we thank, for the, thank you for the ark of safety and the place that we will have a harvest and rescue many in this season as we walk in the will of God and we see your hand move what upon us and move upon the earth. Bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, come back tomorrow. Supernatural Friday, our Shabbat Shalom podcast. Well, thanks again for listening each and every day. Please share these podcasts with your friends. I think we want to grow this audience so that the prophetic word that God's given us can spread across the earth. We've been warning you, uh, we've been talking to you every day about the trip to Israel. Don't forget that. If you're interested in going on our trip, 
contact us at our church, Christian Center Shreveport. You can contact us at info at christiancentershreveport.com. We'll be leaving in May and heading to Europe first, Poland and Amsterdam and then Israel. So check it out.